Good morning. Another sign today that the worst may be over for mortgage holders. The OECD is predicting an end to rate hikes. Live to our political reporter, Isabel Mullen in Canberra. Izzy, when are interest rates expected to drop? And good morning. Rates could start coming down early next year. As a new report shows, inflation is finally easing. The OECD has released its economic outlook, revealing it believes the cash rate has peaked at 4.35%. The Reserve Bank will meet on Tuesday, but economists don't expect the board to hike interest rates after monthly inflation dropped. Izzy, more news for home buyers today. The government making good on a key election promise. Yeah, absolutely. It's a shared equity scheme, which means people will only need a 2% deposit to buy a home. The government will own part of that property, lending 30% for an existing home and 40% for a new build. There are a couple of conditions. To be eligible, singles can't earn more than $90,000, $100,000 if you're a couple. There are also limits on property prices. $950,000 is the maximum in New South Wales, $850,000 in Victoria, 700,000 in Queensland, while in the other states and territories, the limit is around $600,000. The reality is home ownership has slipped out of reach for far too many Australians. But we want to change that. Today, we're introducing legislation to make help to buy a reality. Yeah. Starting sometime after Christmas, the scheme will run for four years. Anne. Isabel Mullen reporting from Canberra. Brittany Higgins has returned to the witness box to give evidence for a second day as part of Bruce Lerriman's defamation trial. Live to Paul Caddock, who's following the case in Sydney. Paul, what's happened so far this morning? Good morning, Anne. Well, uh, Brittany Higgins has returned to the witness box as a witness for Network 10 as it defends itself against Bruce Lerriman's defamation action. After her first full day of evidence yesterday, evidence that was graphic and clearly distressing, Ms Higgins at times in tears as she described events before and on the night she says she was raped by her then-colleague Lerriman in 2019. Following a night out at a pub, then nightclub, when she had at least 11 vodka drinks, was, in her words, wasted, thinking when she got into a cab with Lerriman she was going home, but they instead ended up at Parliament in their office that she remembered waking up on the minister's couch, saying, Bruce was on top of me. He was having sex with me. I told him no on a loop. I told him to stop. I couldn't scream for some reason. That in the following days, after telling colleagues what happened, was concerned about what it would mean for her job, losing trust in her then superiors and at the time not pursuing a formal complaint. A few months after the alleged assault, she was distressed to learn there'd been a media inquiry about it and it could come up in a Senate estimates hearing. After telling her new bosses, then Minister Michaelia Cash and her Chief of Staff, they said it would be handled, that everything would be okay. It didn't become public then. Two years after the alleged incident, after seeing a report on former Attorney General Christian Porter, Higgins decided to go public, saying, I wasn't so scared anymore. I grew so much. I was over it. I was angry over how they treated women. Brittany Higgins is now facing questions from Bruce Lerriman's lawyer about her testimony and any inconsistencies from what was said in Lerriman's criminal trial. That continues. And Paul Caddick reporting from the Federal Court. An Israeli woman currently in Australia whose 16-year-old brother was taken hostage by Hamas is urgently returning home after receiving the good news that he's been released. I'm beyond happy. I can't even explain my feelings. And I'm going to take a flight right now back home to see him and meet him again after almost three months. 
Mikashani was part of an Israeli delegation touring Australian cities, raising awareness for the hostages taken by Hamas. Overnight, the group was targeted by a pro-Palestinian demonstration at a Melbourne hotel. Tegan Dolling has more. This was a protest that actually occurred inside the hotel lobby here at Crown Plaza. There's a number of Israeli family members who have come over to Australia to speak to dignitaries about the war that's currently happening in Israel. They have got family members being held hostage. They have lost family members and we understand they just returned from a speaking event yesterday afternoon when they were confronted by around 20 protesters. They were yelling and chanting and waving Palestinian flags. Some of the videos have been posted to social Social media. Now the families were very worried for their safety so they've jumped back inside their cars and raced down to the nearby police station. Police have confirmed to me that they did arrive and when they got here they spoke to the protesters who were willing to leave without any issues. No arrests were made. But as you can imagine this has outraged and angered members of the uh, Israeli and Jewish communities. The fact that families of Jewish hostages have been targeted by protesters here in Melbourne. Israel is investigating claims that the youngest hostage taken captive by Hamas, a 10-month-old baby, has been killed, along with his mother and brother. Meanwhile, another 16 hostages have been released. Ash Malani has the story. It's been a cruel lottery for the families of these hostages waiting to be reunited with their loved ones. And for the Bibas family, there's been confusion too as to why Shiri and her two little boys, including the youngest hostage, aged just 10 months old, haven't been released yet. Well, today, Hamas claimed the young family had been killed in a previous Israeli airstrike. That is something the IDF says they are still trying to verify. The reality is we cannot take Hamas information as fact until it is verified. And the confusion here also uh, in, in Gaza is that some of these hostages have been passed from Hamas to other terror organisations. This all coming as this six-day truce draws to a close. We have seen more hostages released tonight as planned, but if this ceasefire is to extend, it will hinge on whether Hamas can locate more hostages and whether they're willing to hand them over. There seems to be a willingness on both sides for this uh, ceasefire to continue, particularly with more women and children still missing. In the meantime, Israel is preparing battle plans for a next phase of this war with a clear objective they say, to dismantle and destroy Hamas.